everyone. Welcome back again to another exciting episode of the Iconist Podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Barry3D for Deep Dark Delicious. On my side, as always, is the one and only Mr. DJ Rod C. What's up, people? We're here. We're having fun. Let's go. Let's go. What? And this this is a great episode because, uh, and I'm not saying, I'm, you know, because first of all, I got one of my friends on here uh, and fellow comedians who I met way back. And 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 before we bring him forth, I mean, you can see him. If you're listening, bear with us. We got to go through the quick round table. So anyone, <laughs> do, do the brows, man. Do the brows, Rod. You know, so first of all, big shout out to uh, Jaybird Digital Arts for hooking us up with our definitely our templates, making us look good. Let's go. Let's go. You know, um, if you need anything for social media, logos, anything like that, reach out to Jaybird. All the links are at the end of the video. You all know where to find me, Barry3D.com. That's the website. You want to find me. All the links are there. And uh, very simple, you know, uh, our friends of the show are Back to the Balcony, um, Wow Comics out in Kitchener, Check Swings out in Montreal, just off of Tashro, you know, uh, and then, of course, A Touch of Great Comedy, those are the rest of the comedy troupe I'm with. All the links are at the end. Rod, real quick, where can we find you, man? You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Rod C, M-R-R-O-D-C. Also, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. Listen, I'm there every week, you know, having a lot of fun, you know, make sure you come true. This guy normally gets dropped on a Tuesday, so eh, tomorrow is Wednesday. You can find me, holler at me, we'll have some fun. All right, I'm glad in. Sorry, sorry. Okay, let's go. All right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my connection might be on the table. And introducing <laughs> our guest tonight. So bear with me if I, my screen freezes. Our guest for today's show, uh, as I said, friend of uh, a long time. I met this man, you know, uh, when I started comedy years ago. And he helped me out and guided me and directed me uh, as much as possible. And was really welcoming uh, as a new comic for myself on the scene back in Montreal. So big round of applause. I can't hear the applause, but show your love. To Mr. Andrew Serrell. <laughs> Andrew, thank you so much for joining hey, us. Man. Hey. <laughs> where where well, can people to find here. you, Andrew? Good, uh, to be on a show. Oh my gosh, people can find me on my website, andrewserrells.com, uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Andrew Searles, S-E-A-R-L-E-S. Hit me up there. And I, I'm always posting like show updates of where I'm gonna be performing next or little comedy sketches I'm doing. So uh, find me on the socials, and that's where I will be. Nice. <laughs> nice. And as anyone can see from the title of the show, we're talking Star Trek, the original series, right? And, you know, as much as I love Star Trek, and as lo- much as Rod loves it, right, Andrew lives it. So we couldn't do this episode without having Andrew on, because I think that would have been uh, detrimental to our friendship. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she would have come back here and he would have put this up in detrimental to our health. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to take that risk. He'd be like, Barry, why'd you do that? So I'm like, no. So we're breaking yeah, out the original series. He'll just come with a, you know, he'll come with a phaser and he'll take, he'll just, he'll just come with a phaser and take it off from, 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 uh, stun. Stun yeah. to kill. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Keep going. I... <laughs> System's freezing. <laughs> there he's, there he's back. You know? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> if I freeze, keep on going. So, Andrew, I, I, you know what? As much as I can talk and I love talking, this is you, man. So take it away. The, the original series, what, what can you tell us? You know, like first, what made you get into Star Trek? What what was the appeal for you? Uh, the appeal for me, uh, funny enough, my uh, my dad and his brothers and sisters all watched uh, Star Trek in Barbados. Like when it aired like many, many years ago, the original series. So they grew up watching it there. And then eventually, you know, like once the show got canceled and it started going to reruns throughout the, like the 70s and 80s. Uh, I remember first watching Star Trek on a Saturday mornings. Actually, you know, what? it was either my first encounter of Star Trek is either the next generation episode, the Royale or the original series reruns that ran on a Saturday morning on CBC at like 11 a.m. <laughs> oh, wow. I think it was, it was that, that was pretty much my first encounter of the show. And I remember the first thing that scared us, um, you know, every episode they would show clips from previous episodes 
And there's this one clip where they show uh, Baylock from the episode The Corbinite Maneuver, which is like this very slim face alien looking giant, you know, creepy cat eyes. And I remember that used to freak me out. And eventually that was just kind of like, oh, okay, let's kind of get into the show more. So every time we'd stay home on like a Saturday morning, it was just, oh, watch another episode, watch another episode. Oh, now the next generation is on at night at the, on CFCF 12, you know, when, uh, so that was watching that one. And then eventually just kind of snowballed to, uh, Next Gen, the original series, the DS9, the Voyager, and, and so on and so forth. So, But it, I think it, it definitely started because my parents grew up watching. Well, my dad grew up watching Barbados and that. It was like a family thing. So my aunt knew of the show and what was a fan of the show. So, yeah, definitely started with family. Nice, nice. See, and, and I think I'm the same way myself. I started watching that um, just randomly you know, uh, as a family from Barbados, just like yourself. And they, and my dad would watch it. There was a couple of shows he would watch and, and they started watching it. And then, you know, unfortunately for my dad, as I always make a joke about is that he had a son that was very much into science fiction. And my dad was into spaghetti Western. That's what he was into. Right. So it had that kind of influence. Yeah. So my dad had to sit there all the time. And it's like, you, you want to do what? It's like live long and prosper. <sighs> <laughs> that's enough the boy talking again i don't what's this what's this okay you know what get me another drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> he had to put up with all my 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 wild imagination and you know i mean i was born in 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 canada but you know him coming over and then having to deal with my crazy imagination because that's what i was influenced by he, he stuck it out like a trooper he stuck it out as a trooper yeah he had patience a lot of patience <laughs> and rum yeah <laughs> Hence where the patience comes from. (laughs) Fully, fully, fully. The source. I'll I'll say for me, um, definitely the originals, you know, original one was an aftermath, just like you, Andrew, that I was introduced to Next Generation. So Next Generation definitely gave me the understanding, like, ooh, this is a, you know, it's a nice concept. I'm I'm a, you know, I'm a techie type sci-fi person, not a nerd at that, you know, but I just, I just loved I love that fantasy type of, um, you know, Lord of the Rings, that type of methodology and stuff like that. So now you're just getting something. Using my imagination, I'm like, wow, space type of odyssey, space type of travel, adventures in space. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I like what you're doing. I like, I like where they're going. And I'm like, okay. So I got drawn into Next Generation. And then when you find out, oh, there was a series before that. And then you can really see that it's, you know, 60s, you know, 70s type of adaptation. And I'm like, Oh, this could still work. Oh, this is working very nicely. So that's how I kind of got backtracked into the original by going to the first one, you know, the, the next generation that pulled me in. But I would definitely say that, you know, it, it pulled me in nicely. I, nice. I love the show from that. Yeah, I don't think anyone has anything bad to say about Star Trek besides that there's not enough, right? And I mean, we're lucky that the series is still going on up to now. And it kicked off with the original. And and what's what blows my mind when I, when I was doing some more kind of digging on this is that the original series only ran for three seasons mm-hmm. and it got canceled. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's one of the few shows that being canceled led to something better. And right. not many shows have that ability. Completely. No, because I mean, look, you're out there in LA and you're doing the acting right now and to be on a show for it to get canceled and then for it to get a second life to the, to what it is now. I mean, usually, okay, you're on the show. You do it, it gets canceled. Okay, well, as an actor, what do I do next, right? The, the yeah. series is pretty much done. It goes on, you know, DVD or streaming service, and that's it. You know, wait for your royalty check. But for this show getting canceled, and then it just had a life on its own in syndication that people turn around and say, like, wait a minute, this was really, really, really good, yeah. you know? Um, and I know when they're looking at the ratings for it, they're, so they're, they're doing those like the Nelson ratings uh, or Nielsen ratings. Um, they said it was doing well in a certain demographic and it was doing well in the demographic that was people that were, you know, higher educated, um, you know, in a certain age group or whatever, but it didn't appeal to everybody at first. And, and then you're hearing all the, like the little stories behind it. Like the first episode had Captain Pike in it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Got it. Right. That was the pilot. And then they're like, yeah, we're not sure. And then uh, we're going to do it again. But the actor who was playing Pike turned around and said, Yeah. It ain't going nowhere. They canceled it. You know what? I need to feed my, my you know, I need, I need food. I need money. Yeah. I got to keep working. Yeah. I'm going to go to another series. I'm going to keep on working, keep my, my eyes open. And, and then next thing you know, it's like, okay, well, it's going again as another pilot. He was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Then they cast, you know, Shatner and yeah. he came in and then next thing you know, 
what you got a season? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you see, the funny, the funny thing with that is that when they when they started it out, they they had that that Jeremy Hunt. I remember the name. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey Hunt. Yeah. Jeffrey Hunter, Hunter, Jeffrey Hunter. Hunter. So Jeffrey Hunter, yeah, thank you. So he he was the one who started off, and yeah. when they it was just a pilot that there was a lot of pushback for you to even get that going. So they got it done, and the studio wasn't like, mm, I don't know about the uh, pointy ears, pointy ear guy. Uh, and what Gene wanted to do was have something different, where he has he was the first one to actually have a first like the first officer being a woman. Yeah, that was that was a big big thing at that time. Yeah. So the, the studio said, like, if you're going to do this, um, you're going to change up a couple of stuff. Here's the stipulations: either get rid of the guy with the pointy ears, yeah. or the lady in 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 first command and you know second command. And Gene's like saying, I really like Spock. I really like that character. We'll figure out what we're going to do with having a lady on the deck, yeah. on the bridge. So that was one of the criteria that when they came back. That's how uh, Ahura got on because Gene still wanted to have a female presence on, on the on the bridge. Yeah. So it was it was quite interesting. So when you came back with the second the second uh, pilot, right? Jeffrey's like saying, same way. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Whatever the case to be. Um, at the time, he had found something else to do as well. So it's like, I'm gonna stay with this because I know this is more solid versus what you guys were trying. It didn't work out. So. Toodles, and the great thing was to say Shatner, but Shatner was on his first list. Shatner was on on yeah. Gene's first list to be to be um, the captain. Yeah, but he was right. in the middle of another show at that time. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because like you were talking about before, where it's like not many shows get a second life after being canceled, let alone getting a second pilot, because most shows are just like, no, pilot didn't work. Moving on. And and Star Trek. The weird thing with Star Trek was that like. They shot the first pilot. It mm-hmm. didn't get picked up. Then they shot another pilot, which which was uh, I can't remember the 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 actual where No Man Has Gone Before. I think it was was the second pilot. Mm-hmm. But then when they started airing them, mm-hmm. they it may, they aired them out of order because they're like, it's a good pilot, but it's not a good first episode to start off with. So yeah, it's right. like the Man Trap was the first episode aired, yes. but mm-hmm. the pilot was like the third episode aired. So like that's why you see like. Their usual neck, uh, the usual original series uniforms for the first two episodes, and mm. then it went back to like a weirder, like because they still had like a weird silver uh, or like yes. all yellow, and then they cut continued forward. So it's kind of like it. Paramount had no idea what to do with the show because because they aired the show like I think they moved it to like a Friday Friday night yeah. at ten p.m., yeah. which yeah. is like dead zone, which is why I think that was their way of like. Oh, Kill, we, we canceled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we like we want to cancel this, but we got a lot of fan push uh, uh, pushback that they want to keep it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, how For can we kill this without really killing this? <laughs> completely. <laughs> completely. Yeah, <laughs> putting them <up> the pasture. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's true. And and uh, you know, so they didn't know how to do it. I mean, Gene Roddenberry was a person that was huge into western, so he kind of took yeah. that influence to put into Star Trek. And then, of course, at the time, I mean, I don't think fans now, I mean, they appreciate the show. But, you know, people now would not have been living back then or alive back then when the show first came out. They were not in their 20s or 30s when the show first, first came out, you know, back in 1964, if I remember right. Uh, 66. Thank you. And, And when that show came out. It was, you know, it's not like now where it's okay. We're used to seeing people of color and, you know, different sexual orientations that were on TV or in the movies. Back then it was, we were really in a box, you know? So when you're looking at it and it's like, okay, um, you're, you got a black person in a main role. Is that, is something wrong with the color of my set? (laughs) You know, that was really. That wasn't a maid. It, yeah, it wasn't a maid, you know, yeah. it wasn't someone in blackface. Right. It, it was a huge moment that they weren't there in a dumbed down role. They were there in a role that, you know, anyone could have done, but they gave it to a person of color that was shocking, you know, and, and it was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. you know, yeah. and it worked. They they went with it. I know um, they wanted to push mm-hmm. certain issues. Certain actors wanted to push certain issues. And I mean that in a good way. Uh, but they were too advanced at the time. 
So the uh, the actor who plays uh, George T- uh, Takai, right? Yeah. He wanted to cover some of the gay and lesbian, you know, things back then. But, you know, Gene was like, okay, look, um, we, 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 we did a whole thing with Spock and uh, Hura, uh, you know, and Kirk. Uh, I can't push this anymore or else the yeah. studio is going to really <laughs> just say, forget yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, so uh, it's not to say that they didn't want to cover those things. Um, I like, I forget they're portraying the future, but at the same time, you know, it was the times we were living in, right? Yeah. So, uh, it, it, and they still did a lot for what they were able to do. They still did a lot. And it was still groundbreaking up to now. You yeah. know, you just got to understand the history. What I didn't know was the connection. So I started doing some research and looking around. I never put two and two together. The connection between them and Lucille Ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Desilu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's because of her. We got it's because of her. We got also the second pilot. Yeah. Because yeah. Her, com- her her business was telling her her, her company was telling like, mm, this is going you're going to put us in the red. I don't think we should do that. But again, it was old money at that time, you know, old money type of concept. And she was like saying, let's just take another, let's take another swing at it. And because of her, we have to thank, thank Lucille. Thank Lucille. Thank Lucille. That's all I can say. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, she was smart. She was smart to definitely put her money. Like she knew that there was something there. They just have to kind of keep digging at it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and even then, I said, I know she was behind that. And then her studio was also behind the original Mission Impossible series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. think two of the most expensive shows being produced at the time, probably. It, it <laughs> was. It was. Yeah. It was. You and know, I think that was that was another reason why they were trying to. I, I looked at what I did my little research as well, how they got pushed Star Trek to that Friday slot, because it was like they're paying out so much. It's like Paramount's like a week we can't afford to do this for too long. Someone's yeah. going to have to go. But Mission Impossible was making more money at the time. We're going to stick with that one. Yeah. Let's put everything onto that train and then into that wagon and let's go with that one. <laughs> Very true. So, Andrew, let me ask you, everyone has their, their tidbits from every episode, every series, whatever case be. So let's, let's break it down. So out of the original cast, who, who, was, the, who was the character that you enjoyed seeing the most? Ah, original cast. Uh, I mean, out of everyone, I think it would probably be between, uh, you know, Kirk, you know, Captain Kirk, right? So the the wild space cowboy who was like (laughs) out there in command, you know, getting the chicks. It was like, yeah, that's that's my guy. That's my guy. I would say it's Kirk and also the camaraderie between bones and spock yes where they would just like bounce it was it wasn't it, it wasn't like i like spock and i like mccoy mm-hmm. or i didn't like spock it was it was the fact that how they bounced off of each other and how as much as they annoyed each other they still kind of like cared about each other so right i like that little uh the little uh riff uh, rift, you could say. Uh, yeah, they would rib <laughs> each other because he would see it at the beginning of the episode or end of the episodes. You know, you know, um, like Spock was always like the straight man. Yeah, right? like McCoy would kind of hit him with a couple of jabs, yeah. and yeah. Spock would reply. But then you always have to think: it's like, is he really being that straight, or is he is he really in on the joke and giving him a taste of his own medicine? But yeah. you always left with that question of like, huh? You know, because Spock is smarter than a lot of them so he'll say an answer and mm-hmm, and then the eyebrow goes up like you know before the yeah. rock used to do it <laughs> the eyebrow go up and he'd walk away and you're like oh shoot <laughs> yeah. you're like oh maybe he does get it <laughs> that's my thought it's like I, I think he was in on it because he's half human too so he's like oh there okay you, you, you want to poke the all right i'm gonna hit poke the bear. And walk away okay. and they're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> They, they basically had a good point of saying like they knew that they had to get if they can get some type of uh, emotional connection with the audience with these three guys. Kurt is the action guy, like you said. He's he's the guy who's getting up the girls. He's the one fighting all everybody uh, on the planet. Spock is the, he's the he's the logic. He's a reasonable one. He's like hey, let me be the reasonable of the three. And then Bones is just the emotional, the poker. That's like it's like that. Beautiful camaraderie is what was a beautiful aspect at that time that wasn't a lot of shows didn't have that. Either like you said, it's one or two and two and you know, you're gonna have one and two, whatever, but to have that three that three tier type of motion, 
yeah. or connection. It was it was beautiful, and I believe that's also what helped keep audience, you know, pulled in. Yeah, I want to hear what Spock's gonna say to you know to Bones jabbing him again. Oh, you know it's coming, you know it's coming, <laughs> and then yeah. let's take it in. So yeah. So okay, so then it brings me now to this one. So then, if you have to go out of the original series, uh, what episode stands out for you? Was there an episode that that you really liked from the original series that you're like, oh yeah? <laughs> Uh, I, I always like Corbinite Maneuver, right. which is pretty good. That that was, if there's one episode I, I, I would always want, because, you know, the thing with Star Trek, like, there's so many episodes, so as a kid, you never knew. And this is before the time where, of Netflix, where it's like, you couldn't select what episode you <laughs> wanted to watch, right? Like, right. Good call. It, it was whatever episode popped up at, at 11 a.m. or 3 p.m., and you're just like, I, I hope it's this one, you know? Um, Corbinite Maneuver was always one I, I, I liked uh, to see. Uh, trying to see what other ones were there. Uh, anything, anything that involved the uh, enterprise in a, in a enterprise incident was another good one I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, let this be your last battlefield was another one. Shore leave, right? Uh, pretty much ones that involved Romulans or Klingons were like the okay. ones where I was like, mm, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Rod? Which one stands up for you, man? Um, I'm trying to. Again, I, you know what? I'm always in the type that, you know, once I see it, I know the particular episode. So the episode where um, they go back in time. Um, is that the Mirror Mirror one? No. Uh, mirror Mirror is, is with the evil version oh, sorry. of themselves. That's another one I like, too. And I love oh, Mirror Mirror, I, yeah. I, yeah. I will put a pin on that one because, well, I'll just say it now. Because that just opened up a mental door that the possibility of, you know, an, you know a multiverse type of dimension. Yeah. And then great that we'll we'll definitely continue back on this particular point in future episodes mm-hmm. that how someone's able to go back and let's let's dive into that. So that was great. Um the one where they go back where bones bones oh, go back in time. City on the edge of forever. City on the edge, right. Yes. So that that was a great one as well, just giving a nice emotional type of pull and then basically kind of like you got that spaghetti western, you know, the action and everything like that. But now we're just going on the emotional side of it and just showing that, you know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction yeah. that you don't, don't, don't step in the butterfly because something's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> emotional damage. Yeah. Emotional damage. Exactly. Yeah. Holy. Um, but I'm with Andrew, man. There's, there's, there's a couple that whenever you, anything with, with, you know, Kurt having his little, um, Fist a cuff for somebody. Um, but, mm-hmm. um, Spock, Spock is being just the extra, like, the logical one and just like, it's, it's, there's, there's always a couple, there's a couple of, a couple of them. So, I mean, I can never remember the names off the top of my head and I knew you were going to catch me on that. I'm like, I'm not going to try. It's all good, man. Yeah, just describe it, describe it, and I'll, I'll, I'll give the title to it. He, he will know. Andrew will he know. He will know. Okay, well, we'll come. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. But let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. See, and like myself, I'm gonna go mirror, mirror. I, I, I'm gonna say mirror, mirror, mirror to mirror. me. That's the one I'm gonna stop at all the time, no matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like Law and Order. If I hear the music for Law and Order, I'm gonna stop <laughs> just to see what case is going on. As soon as I hear dun 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 dun, dun I'm like, okay. Yeah. When I see that it's mirror, mirror, and I see you know, uh, you know, my man, Mister Spock, with with the the goatee, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah, I'm stopping. <laughs> I'm stopping yeah. that, that. He he looked he looked badass in that one, and I'm like, okay. And and the fact that it still splinters off into what's happening present day within the mm-hmm. Star Trek universe, and they still draw on that. I'm I'm still I'm so happy with that, right? So to me, Mirror Mirror will always be that episode where uh, you see what happens if they just kind of said, "Screw it," <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're not here for peace. We we want to send you home in pieces. Like like what happened? Let's just and that really shows the power. Of the federation right if they really just had a different frame of mind and yeah. went into it so i i like that i like how they were like backstabbing it was like a pirate ship yeah yeah you're right yeah it was yeah, pir- yeah it was pirates yeah they, they were pirates it was cutthroat it was backstabbing i'm like oh man it's like you mean it's not okay we're you're, you're okay i can exp- imagine this being explained to the actors it's like okay i want you guys to be bad Okay, but how bad? No, no, no. I mean, you're, you're really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have a machine that you spy on him, and you can kill him off by the touch of a button. He knows you have this. And it's so manipulative that I was all into that, that I wanted more. It's like, bring it back! Yeah, it should yeah. have been a two-parter! Yeah. <laughs> Another one I really liked was uh, the, the Doomsday Machine. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I really that was that was one of the ones where I was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a good one, and like just this giant plant killer, and like it, it had that iconic song is like da 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 da. I was like, oh, at six years old, you're like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but the beauty about that is, is that's one of the other times you see another um um uh, enterprise, another starship, you know. Similar, because yeah. most of the time, it was always their ship that you would see. You would see the Klingons' warship. You would see the Romulans' um, ships, you know, but you never see more from the Federation. So to see another Federation ship, and it's just kind of limping through space because it's yeah. about to get... And you're like, oh, wow. So I was <laughs> I was all for that. And, you know, even the actors that were playing all these things, I think they were really... They were the the best actors at the time for these roles you know yeah i couldn't picture anyone else at the time playing captain kirk but william shatner yeah right you know yeah. uh even same thing with mr spock and when i was looking at it at one point they wanted to give mr spock red skin yeah i heard about that yeah yeah but they said it would look he would look too much like the devil with that and the pointed ears, with the ears. yeah exactly <laughs> and they didn't want to get anything with you know um you know like blackface or anything like that so they're like no let's stay away from that yeah. <laughs> you know it, it, that was a smart move so you know some things were, were for the better uh I, I i truly believe that you know that goes up and and then it's to show you as i said it started canceled started again went in syndication and then it just spawned and then the fact that they turned around and said well since then they had other things going on and then they went into like the motion pictures they, they kicked mm-hmm. off a whole movie franchise from a tv franchise with the whole original cast yeah <laughs> yeah which even the movie franchise like that kind of went through its own bumps because mm-hmm. um back in the 70s they i think a uh, paramount was looking at entering the TV network. So they were just a studio, but they wanted right. to enter the network game. So they're like, hey, Star Trek, the, the, the reruns of the original series are doing good. The animated series has been pretty good. Let's look at bringing Star Trek back onto the TV screen. So they had this whole thing called Star Trek Phase 2, and they started building the sets, and they had costumes going. And then a little movie called Star Wars comes out, and then... <laughs> And then Paramount's like, mm, what should we do? And I think at that point, Paramount kind of pulled back on the T on going into network, but they're like, we still have a property that, that could do really well. Let's make it into a movie and join, you know, let's make this a fr- movie friend. Uh, well, not movie friend. Let's just make this a movie and see how that goes. Correct. And then at the time, like the motion picture did extremely well at the box office. I mean, like, yeah. When even when you adjust it for today's inflation, it's like it did pretty well, but mm-hmm. the budget for it was <laughs> super sky high. And like just, just behind the scenes of how the the uh, the motion picture got off the ground was just that was a- there was just the budget was just ballooning and skyrocketing <laughs> upwards. And they're like, uh, it's like, we cool. did really well, but it also cost us a lot of money. <laughs> right. Went to War Factor 5 uh, too quickly, people. We went to War Factor 5 too quickly. We yeah. can't make it. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 but yeah. the touch on that, though, is that speaking of Doomsday Machine, uh, right. the Doomsday Machine, the captain of that is Captain Decker. Right. In the motion picture, we have Commander mm-hmm. Decker. And not many people know that Commander Decker is Captain yes. Decker's kid. Okay, see? Uh, I, I learned that today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I learned that today. Wow. I came across that. Wow. I came across that. And, and, like, yeah. and, 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 that's, and that's what I was going to say for talk about the movies. There's, you know, in comedy, we have what you call the callback, right? You do yeah. your joke, you do mm-hmm. uh, 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 hit them hard with a punchline, and then you keep on going, and then you'll like, do a joke that's going to, you know, just one line that talks about the joke you did maybe two, three bits earlier, right? Yeah. And that's callback, right? For anyone that's listening that's, you know, so that's what we call. And I find that that one, okay, I just found it today. But when they did their second movie, The Wrath of Khan, yeah. that was an amazing callback and, to, to the original series. And this and is where I was going to come actor. to you. Well, this is all going to come to Andrew. Like, I, I couldn't remember which, which one. And I was going to say when we got at the point, I was going to make that plug. Whichever one we had with Ricardo that came back that was Khan, that, ep- that episode. Oh, Species, uh, yeah. Species. So I, I love that one. And again, it leads on to a major pull, a major callback. Yeah. The second one. Yeah. Z-Blade, Z-Blade. No, I think that was, <laughs> it was smart because they took something and they really, I find that when he catered to fans, mm-hmm. they will win. Yeah. If you respect the source material, you will win. Yeah. And in that one, they said, okay, people like this episode. 
we're bringing the character back aged what happened since he got put on the planet with the rest of his um his, his people and what's happening now Ooh, that's a lot of anger <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that gave, and rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. I gave a uh, 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 one of, to me out of the original series, one of the best movie callbacks. Oh yeah, ever. I mean, history wise, moments. Come on, it was hit after hit. You sat there like, <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Shatner did it best. God, <laughs> iconic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the, your the take funny? On? Yeah. The funny thing with 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 uh, the callback is that it it was a good callback to the episode, but right. what, what some people don't realize, and I don't think, I, and I think the actor noticed it as well, Walter Koning, he noticed it, but I think he kind of kept it quiet because he didn't want it, the script to be changed that much. Is that when Chekhov is there when when they're inside the shuttle, right. and then he looks at the and he looked at the belt and he goes, "But me, bay." Oh no! Problem is, Chekhov joined in season two. Space Seed was season one. Mm. So when Khan looks at him, he goes, "I don't know you, but you I know well." And it's like, how would you know who he is if he never joined? Uh, Right. So that was like one of those things where I think Walter noticed it. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say anything because if they do, then it's like, ooh, we might have to pull that. We might have to change this line or we might have to swap you off another character. Right. So he right. didn't say anything. Right. So he is still, yeah. it, you know, okay. like every other actor, you got to work. You got to eat. <laughs> right, right. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> I need this job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen, even because I heard even when, the, when they were trying to bring on the first one, I believe if I, if I recall correctly, it was still even a struggle to get all the original actors back on. Yeah. That Leonard, Leonard had to do a lot of like saying, I know I'm, I guess you're because I'm making a scene that I'm that important to, to the movie. Great. If you don't have Nichelle, you know, you don't have Hohoya, Chekhov, Sulu on here. I'm not going to, I'm not going to show up. Yeah. And he, correct me if I'm right, but I think that's what I, if I remember. Yeah. From he, hearing it a couple of while. Leonard held back because uh he wanted to make sure that everybody was brought back but also uh he had a, like a long feud with paramount like using the mm-hmm. spock image of and he like he wasn't getting paid uh oh, you know like a lot of actors like back in the 60s you didn't get royalties like you got paid for the day and and that was it or you got paid for the usage that was it so mm-hmm. leonard held back and he's like i'm not coming i'm not showing up to work unless you know you resolve all these things and you bring back this and you and you know you make sure that we're all uh, financially compensated. So right. the character of Zahn was written for uh, for Star Trek The Motion Picture. In case the deal of Leonard didn't work out, Zahn will be brought back in. Oh, sorry, well, he would be brought in, excuse me. And there's a couple, if you look online, there's a lot of video of the, the character of Zahn being played by David uh, Getao. Oh, he has a kind of a French name, French last name. Um, so he, they had test footage of him saying, like, doing lines, because that's when they're doing phase two. So when they finally brought Leonard back, the, the character of Zahn was rewritten for the space uh, the space station commander at the beginning where uh, V'ger attacks the space station. Okay, right. And he, and he launched. That's, so that guy was supposed to play Zahn, who was supposed to be Spock's replacement. Right, okay. And that's when Leonard came back and like, hey, we, said, we still like you, and we still want to give you a role, but it's not the role that we originally pitched to you. Um, but yeah, yeah, Leonard held back and he was, he was one for sticking up for his fellow cast members, which is, which is very nice to, uh, to hear, but just to hear in Hollywood in general, cause he's like, mm-hmm. no, like these are my people and we deserve to get paid. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and speaking of stuff like that, right. So you must have, obviously every fan heard about the drama that, you know, so-and-so was feuding with this person. It seemed like everyone was feuding with William Shatner at one point, yeah. you know, but they, they, they still got past it. <laughs> Hmm. Be it creative, you know, camera taking or or, or whatever. Um, and, and I think like, like I like some of the older stories. So some of the stories were uh, that I heard in, in in passing was, for example, they would say Bill. So William Shatter. So Bill would turn around, he would fill, finish shooting, and then he would get on his motorcycle and say, "Okay, see you guys on Monday," and take off on his motorcycle <laughs> for the whole weekend. No one yeah. can get through them because there's no cell phones back then, right? There's no yeah. nothing. And then, like, well, we're ready to shoot. Where, where, where's Bill? And then, you know, let's say 
they were supposed to start shooting at 10 o'clock. He's showing up like 10.30, and he pulls right up to the studio on his motorcycle still, covered head to toe in dust. He's like, okay, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so they had to go shower, wash off, clean him up, get in costume, and then go. But he would say, screw it. He was done shooting for the week. He took his weekend for his weekend to be the wild man he was. Yeah, at times, it, it seems that when I hear stories like that, it's like, oh, well, now this gives me a little bit more insight to how he played Captain Kirk. Like everyone says he's a cowboy of the spaceways. Yeah, he was. Yeah. That, that's William Shatner. He yeah. was a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Leather jacket and Harley, and he was gone, man. Yeah, those were the days, man. That, if you're going to go wild, you got to go wild, right? Right, all right. Well, go all out. Social media, so nothing shows up, right? Doesn't count. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, a couple Polaroids. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Someone's got a Polaroid in some little town going, it's me and William Shatner. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tassels involved. I, 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 but I, I say this, all these little things you find out. It's a little tidbits. Like, for example, um, the actor, and forgive my, my memory at this one, uh, the one who played Scotty. Uh, okay, yeah. James uh, Doohan. James Doohan. Once again, I didn't realize that they only showed him on certain angles because he was missing right. a finger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it was if it was close ups, they would they would have like a stunt hand. But otherwise, uh, in some episodes and in some movies, like if he's, I guess if he's moving, you could kind of gla- uh, glimpse it. But otherwise, right. like they they did a good job of like hiding it well, like yeah. him and and uh, and the, the the camera. Exactly, I didn't realize that that was happening the whole time. I'm like, oh, it's just Scotty being Scotty. Um, and so, what's your take now? And it's funny to me on the red shirts. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah. Is there a reason? And that's one thing I couldn't find. I'm not sure if you, you might know anything about it. Is there a reason why that whole myth started about being a redshirt? If you're a redshirt on the episode, that's it. You're one and done. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, like for the most part, yeah. Like it, you know, when you when you see like uh, I think even Family Guy does a, a, a pretty good joke where it's like <laughs> they all beam down and it's like, all right, it's me, Captain Kirk, Scotty. Spock and Mr. Johnson. It's like, mm, well, who's not coming back? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it came, and they, and they still play that up to now, even in the movies, the ones with Chris Pine, right? You know, yeah. and then you, you got that scene where they have to, uh, with Nero, and they got to jump on this digging oh, yeah, machine this, over Vulcan. Yeah. And, you know, they're there. You got, you know, uh, Chris jump, Pine yeah. there, and they, they're ready to go. One guy in the red shirt, whoa, oh, yeah. let's do this. I'm like, oh, oh Olsen, no. yeah, Olsen, Lieutenant Olsen. <laughs> And then Chekhov's like, Olsen is gone, sir! (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious, but I don't know why that started. I mean, do you think that was something intentional? I don't... From what I understand, it it wasn't intentional, but because security was war red, and it's like, it's like, you know, if you're beaming down with the main stars, and, 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 you know, stuff's gonna go wrong, it's not gonna be the main stars that's gonna get hurt. It's like... I think I think it was because of that. It just be, kind of became like, oh, that's what happened. I don't think they realized they were creating their own memes, but right. <laughs> eventually that's what happened. But then I read somewhere saying, statistically, more yellow shirts are killed than red shirts. Really? They, they, I, I saw, I can't remember, I'd have to find the picture online, but they broke it down. So of course it's the really? internet. So somebody went out there and looked at right. all the episodes and broke it down of like who was wearing what and uh, what episodes and, and they broke it down statistically as to like red isn't real. If I think it's red, like people who wore red shirts were statistically the second most likely to be killed. And it was really? like yellow shirts. Exactly. Yeah, I had I'd have to find it somewhere. Like, I, Cause I'm just saying because the only way I can think I'm just thinking off the top of my head now you're saying that is that in next generation. Security was wearing yellow. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm wondering if if the oh. person just didn't Did distinguish they take it, into it yeah. taking it in account, and in that kind of sense, like saying security, okay, security across the board. You got red original, and you got yellow in, yeah. in second and next generation. Who died off more? Well, there's more episodes in new generation, so I guess statistically, a person will lost a life and just saying go without me. Yeah. All right, Johnson. <laughs> I thought you found me love him. What? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Now, see, I want to probe your mind here because I know, so we all know everyone knows Captain Kirk Enterprise, right? Got it. Mm -hmm. And now before Kirk, there was Pike. But do you know Mm -hmm. there was another uh, captain before Pike? Yeah, Robert April. See? Okay. This is why he's on the show. (laughs) I think he commanded uh, 2245 to 2255. 
if I remember correctly. Yeah, but he was he was the first the first captain uh, nice. of of the of the, the Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah, and have they ever brought him back in at all? In For- one episode of uh, the animated series, but okay. um, that's the first time we we visually seen someone, and but it was an animated yeah. episode. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, in live action, it's he's only been mentioned. What sporadically once in a while they mentioned him in in, uh, in Discovery not long ago because you know because it's Pike is 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 in, is in charge of the Enterprise now but right. they mentioned right. they 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 mentioned them on screen like uh, as a title shot of like oh yeah previous captains mentioned uh, Robert April um, and I think Robert April was originally supposed to be the name of the first captain like when uh, for the episode of of Star Trek mm-hmm. but then I think the studio was like mm, Robert April. We need something catchier. That's eventually became right. Christopher Pike, and then it became Captain Kirk. But yeah, Cap- right. uh, not many people know well, April right. was yeah. the first captain. Jeez, yeah. see, this is what. Okay, so here's let me give you a backstory real quick, right? Andrew is always posting stuff on Instagram, right? And I follow yeah. Andrew, and I'll, I'll like and meet him, chat on on there. And the beauty of it was he made a post one day, right? And this is why I had to have him on the show. He made a post, and he was wearing a shirt that had like the three dots. You know, nice. and and he put it up, and and people are commenting, and I'm like, oh, what's? I think I wrote something. Like, what's the star date and all that? And he's like, you know, you're the only person that caught that so far. Good eye. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you know, it was like something, but he's staying at home, and you know, it's like this is my Friday night, and he had on he had on like the three dots that represent the rank, uh, you know, for Star Trek. I'm like, I know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my yeah, that's my Star Trek PJs. <laughs> you see, if you got to be immersed, be immersed. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm hardcore, <laughs> right? That's beautiful. And so now, with that being said, so we're talking about the original series. Now, yeah. did you enjoy the jump when they started doing the movies? Like, and I'm, I'm going to break it down from different parts. So, when I, with the original cast, you know, yeah. the motion picture, Wrath of Khan, um, Search for Spock. Did you enjoy those original movies? And if so, which one stood out to you? I mean, we I know we talked about Khan, but how um, do you feel about that? Uh, I I love the movies. I I've seen the movies. Oh my gosh, I've lost count because I, I had I had Star Trek one to five on VHS like, right way back in the day. So I I watched those numerous times. But if we're talking the original cast from one to six, you know, like like I think like you know the uh, like like the Star Trek movies go all the even numbers right. are the best ones, and all the odd numbers are the not so great ones. Or, okay, or not as great. So I love Rathacon, Voyage Home, and Undiscovered Country. To me, are like. Gold. Ah, gold, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and, I, and you know what? And and even for like motion pictures, search for stock and final frontier, like there's still good movies, and yeah, I'll still pop them on every once in a while, but right. like they're, they're no Wrath of Convoy over in Discovery <laughs> Country. <laughs> okay, and now taking that and going a step further and, and still somewhat in topic, when they started doing uh the next generation started doing their movies. Yeah. Right? And then they brought in Captain Kirk for and I can't remember which movie it was, but oh, Captain for generations, Kirk. Generations, yeah. Right. And they brought him in that. Did you think that was a good passing of the torch? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was it was a good passing of the torch uh theatrical wise. Because that but because but by that point, excuse me, Next Generation had already run their seven seasons. So it's kinda right. like yeah. like like Next Generation by that point, I think by like season one or season two, it's like Next Generation was like I'm doing was killing it ratings wise, like because they yes. were like the number one syndicated show. When they first debuted and when they when they wrapped up, so theatrical wise, it was good to have Kirk to kind of have like pass the torch theatrically. But by that point, it was like next generation, it's like we're good, we're number one. You can't, can't you tell we're number one. <laughs> right. we, we don't we don't need your torch, but like, but you know, we'll make it official. Everybody, you see <laughs> that the torch is being passed. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sure during that time, that's when they're having those conversations. Who's better, Kurt or Picard? Kurt or yeah. Picard? So let's oh, just. And Let's that just have still the happened over. up to now too, no matter what. Okay, oh, yeah. and, and you know, and then and and what do you feel about the new movies that were done right now with, with Chris Pine? I honestly, the first the first one, it's Star Trek, but people will call it Star Trek Oh Nine. Right, amazing. I love love the first one. I think they did an amazing job. Yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, that's the uh, the mining ship, Rami the mining ship. Yeah, the the uh, Narada. Yeah, yeah. Um, they I think they did a phenomenal job. Uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Eric Bana? The, no, uh, Carl Urban. Carl Urban, who played okay, Bones. Right. Yes, yes. Oh gosh, oh, yeah. yes. destroyed. Oh yeah, 
destroyed oh, yeah. that role. Oh yeah, wow. oh, amazing, yeah. amazing. Um, Into Darkness, it's good. It's I feel it's a good movie until the revelation or until the it became a Wrath of Khan remake. Right, and that's where I was just like, oh, why did you guys have to do that? Like. Like you, yeah, bring back Khan, but don't don't remake Wrath of Khan, you know, or like right, right. It it, it was not necessary. It was like why? It's still a good movie, and like mm-hmm. the, I feel like the first half is really good, but mm-hmm. once once Khan is revealed, and then it slowly became a Wrath of Khan remake. I was like, uh, you lost. Yeah, uh, well, we'll bait and switch. Uh, you know what? Um, I liked the movie, right? Into I, yeah. I I liked how it was going and the whole thing, and even when they brought in Khan, I I I can still handle that. Yeah, you know? I was, yeah, same. Right. Uh, I, I still enjoyed that movie. My point, my only issue was it was too early in the franchise. That's what I was telling one of my yeah. friends the other day. I can I see that. that uh, you know, if you're going to do at least three movies, I think Khan should have been third. I, I would have loved it how the movie started off, that very first one. Yeah. Right? I, I would say the second one should have been, because I'm just, that's me. It could have been a Mirror Mirror episode. That would have been a lot more fun to play with. Yeah. And then somehow work in Khan as like a post- credit scene and then do enter darkness and then let the third one be the wrath of Khan. You know, yeah. I, I like that the the actor who played uh, Robocop, Peter Peter Sellers, I think it is. Oh, Peter Weller, yeah. Peter Weller, thank you. He when he comes in there and he brings in that other starship there. I have like, vengeance, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a huge ship. <laughs> oh, I'm like, that's a warship right there. And I think that itself would have worked if they would have done that a little bit separately because they should have done like section 31. Yeah. Mm. You no, know, that that could have been something different altogether i mean i like the introduction of it but i think they could have introduced more that's my only feel on a take on that the, the other thing i noticed with with, with wrath uh, with uh into darkness was the fact that wrath worked because of spacey yes we, we know we know that the that we know who that character is because of this episode and those characters know who khan is because of spacey and in, yeah. into darkness it's like i'm khan and everyone's like who the hell are you? Like we 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 don't know who you are right. because they never encountered him before. You know, it, that's when Spock had to go ask Prime Spock, "Hey, have you? Do you know who this Con person is?" You know, yeah. But otherwise, it was it was it was kind of like saying it was it was a big clue for the audience to be like, "Oh, he's Con," but the characters are just like, and, and- <laughs> we, we don't know who you are. <laughs> we never met you before, bro. But. But but I do what you said is a good idea. Like if they maybe if they did Into Darkness as the third movie and Beyond as the second movie, right? Maybe that would have flowed better. Yeah, maybe would have flowed better. Like give give them a couple more original, uh, original plots before you start to go back and like reference old. Yeah, because it it did was to me it it did feel like a, a bait and switch when you start to realize like you're saying you realize like this is a wrath of con updated movie like eh, i want i wanted something different i wanted like i said i like i like the movie like the first one definitely i'm with you guys i, I love the first one mm-hmm. uh wrath of, i mean uh, see, I, you have no choice but to feel of saying wrath of con when it's into darkness but you have a feeling by default yeah, exactly. reflexes just saying wrath of con yeah. so in the darkness it definitely has that feeling like okay cool um we're good we're good yeah i didn't really want that and then um beyond yeah, I felt the I same just, beyond. Yeah. yeah, beyond just felt like it just like it went high, and then the next two are just kind of like plateaued and just yeah, yeah no. could have did something. But if you did a mirror, like I like your I like your idea. If you did a mirror, like I would have thought if they if they could have does do the first one, do another original one, uh, maybe then do beyond, do a mirror, then end off with into darkness. So at least we now have a context of what our characters are. For anybody fresh new who have never seen the original, who have mm-hmm. never seen uh, any Star Trek, and this is their first, basically, this generation is like how we were in our days of old. Let them yeah, come right. into come into this and realize, that, oh, okay, uh, let me start to get accustomed to these characters. I know who they are, and then throw in a, 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 a remake of Rathacon, throw in Apostle Mirror Mirror Mirror. That would have been that would have been perfect and we just right. segue and be like okay we got we got a good chance we got a good chance from there yeah 
Yeah, that's I honestly believe that. I I totally and and then and what do you think about another Star Trek movie being done with this cast with you know Chris Pine and the rest of the cast that is still around? They they have been talking about it since okay, so before Beyond opened, there mm. was talk that Chris Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth was going to come back yes and play mm-hmm. yes. play his his dad again, his and then yeah. it would be like there'd be his new adventure with him and his dad trying to figure out blah blah blah, and then Beyond opened, and then Beyond didn't do that well at the box office, so. That kind of segued those, that kind of pushed off those plans. And then I think what Pine wanted money wise versus what Hem, Hemsworth wanted money wise, Paramount just kind of went, uh, let's move on. Yeah, exactly. So they, they, they kind of pushed it off to the side for a couple of years. And now I believe there's three Star Trek movies in the works. One mm. is supposed to involve the, uh, the, the, the same the cast again, right. another one's supposed to involve a completely different cast. Which might be set in the in the um, Kelvin timeline. Okay. And then there's like a third okay. movie, which is like no one's really knowing what's going on with it. Um, it'd be good to bring Hemsworth back, especially at the height of him uh, being in the Avengers and whatnot. It's right. like, yeah. like yeah. you guys would have to be fools to pass on Hemsworth. Like you have, and and and, and touching back on on uh, on Beyond, where it's like you had Idris Elba. In a Star Trek movie, and, and you didn't use them well. Like no, it was extremely was... disappointing. Like how yeah. do you, like you had Idris, oh, <laughs> yeah. Idris, and on top of that, they had Idris and Rihanna, who's a big Star Trek fan, did a did a song for Star Trek Beyond. Nobody knows that, but you had Rihanna and Idris, and you guys screwed that up. It's like how do you do that? Like come on. Yeah. So I was like, like if you're gonna if you're gonna correct your wrongs, like bring Hemsworth back and have Hemsworth, you know, like still off the hot of the Avengers, like right. bring him back and have him play an important role because you know people are gonna come to watch Hemsworth, especially yeah. and not many people know that Hemsworth's big break was off of Star Trek, you know, back in '09, you know, like yep. that's how people knew started to know who he was, you know, and I think he got Thor because of that, but. You know, if you're going to bring these guys back, like, have them do something. Like, you know, like, Idris, honestly, Idris should have been the height of what Ricardo Montalban was in uh, in Rathacon. He should have been, and they didn't use him properly, and I was so angry about that. (laughs) So what would you have liked to see Idris, so how would they, how could they have saved that role? How could they, how how could Idris been used better, in your opinion? I feel, either had, Either have him play a character where he's not buried in makeup, right? So people actually know who it is. Or if you are going to have him in makeup, have him a much bigger role, like a much more intimidating role. Because yeah. even though, even though, yeah, it's a Star Trek movie, like yeah, you want to have the action around Kirk and Spock, and then trying to do something. It's like you kind of have this big actor. It's like have them play a more, much more menacing presence. You know, like. If you want to do quality over quantity, yeah, sure. Like have him have less screen time, but when he's on screen, make sure he's serving a purpose or there's a uh, you know something's there. Because I'm pretty sure if you told people Idris was in Star Trek Beyond, most people would not know. And and people know who he is, you know. Like you you walk up to a a group of women, yo, Idris, and ah, like (laughs) you know, like. That's that's Wade, you know. It's it's like it's like having Denzel in your movie, and it's just like he's just playing some admiral. You're like, like you have him. That, you have him. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree with that. I, I think that it, the franchise was doing well. Um, that one, and that's where it scares me, right? There's so much history that they can do, as in my opinion, a callback off of that when they yeah. try to do an original script, that sometimes it falls weak. It, it just kind of doesn't hit mm-hmm. as hard as it should hit. So yeah. that that. You know, I think there's enough, you know, like at first, I'll be honest, when they came up with Chris Pine and they were doing the whole thing saying, oh, this is new Star Trek is kind of in a new timeline. I was like, ah, I'm not sure how I was going to feel about that, you know, yeah. but I'm open minded. And I went and I watched it. And I loved it. I'm like, this is freaking awesome, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was all about it. And then, you know, Into Darkness came out. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm all aboard on this. Let's do this. And things are blowing up. I'm like, yeah. And then it's yeah. like, con. And I'm like, too early. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was premature it was no no uh, <laughs> you know it was like, <laughs> it's like no I, I, not that i didn't want that character there i just wanted you know as you said it's like con and you are <laughs> yeah. 
I have an yeah. appointment. I'm con. Okay, I, I don't see you on the list here, Con. Um, where where right. can we find you? You sure you're on the list? Yeah, I'm on Captain Kirk's list. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk. Oh, wait, we see Kirk, but we see Spock, we see Bones. There's no Con here. There's no Con. Yeah. That, that's what it felt like, right? Like you're at the right. red rope trying to get into the club, and it's like, I'm on the guest list. No, you're not on the guest list. Uh, I yeah. know so-and-so. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not taking away. I mean, the performances were great. I know they try to do the whole bait and switch with Con. They try to do, uh, instead of killing off Spock, this time it was Kirk. You know, yeah. right? And then you know, and and it was still exciting to see because a Vulcan physically is stronger than your average human. Oh so yeah, for a Spock Three times stronger. to lose it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and go after Khan, who's stronger than your average. He's a super soldier, and the two of them fighting in the most dangerous location as usual. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do it, just kick his ass. I was like, yeah, that was fun to see. But it, it was it was definitely one of those things where it's like. Like like Benedict did a great job playing a villain. Yes, mm-hmm. he was just miscast as the wrong villain. Like right. like he like like yeah, your con it's cool, but it's like but we don't a we don't need a con and b the character's name is Con and Nunian Singh, and you are the whitest, <laughs> pale as white guy, and your name is Con Nunian Singh. It's like mm, something's something's not right. He <laughs> was adopted. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when when it was when his character was John Harrison, right? Keep him as John Harrison, you know, like correct. But to play Khan, I was just kind of like, uh, we don't, we don't, we didn't need a Khan, you know. <laughs> no, we don't need another. No, right. But that's exactly. okay. So, with all that being said, um, you know, and we're coming close to time here. Uh, well, any final thoughts on? what you hope to see uh with the original cast or any callbacks that you would like to see i i know like the new series right now i mean i watch discovery a lot you know that's that's my that my hotness there uh lower decks you know and i like how they've done some callbacks with the uh the next generation yeah but what would you like to see maybe or are we done with the original cast at this point or any callbacks from the original cast or is there still some life that we can get from them in a positive way there's been talk of Shatner coming back to the Kelvin movies for okay. like the longest time. It's never happened. Mm. They the studio says one thing. Shatner studio's like, well, we reached out and he never got back to us. And Shatner's like, I never get anything, but I'd be down to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh I think at this point, now to have a callback to any of the original actors, Shatner's maybe your best bet. But even then, it's like, how would you squeeze him in right. unless it's a voiceover role, you know? Um, I think at this point now, all they have left is just, you know, the same type of stuff they've been doing for years, just have callbacks to the characters themselves in right. current, uh, in current in, uh, incarnations of Star Trek. I know, um, Strange New Worlds, which, de- which debuts in May. Yes. Uh, we're seeing like a young Yuhura. Um, I think it's, she's, I think she's an ensign at that point. Um, I think, you know, uh, we'll talk about that in another episode. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I feel like at this point now it's kind of like, yeah, I think I think the original actors are just like, okay, I think I think our next best hope is we'll, we'll see next gen DS9 Voyager ep- uh, actors come back, maybe and hopefully in today's uh, incarnation of Star Trek. But I think at this point it's just mm-hmm. going to be uh, character uh, referrals, uh, ca- character references, and uh, name drops. But yeah, I think that's going to be it. All right, and what about you, Rod? Any uh, thoughts on that? You know what? I, I, I agree with Andrew. You know what? Like, if they do anything with callbacks, I think that'll be the, the most convenient way of doing that right now. Bringing back anybody from the original one, it's going to be, I think it might be a little confusing in the sense because now majority of people, now we got the Calvin, we have the Calvin universe and we have our original one that we're used to with Picard. So if you're going to bring them in, are you going to bring them in? Most likely, they should be on the Picard side of the universe versus mm-hmm. the Calvin. Because, again, the only way they got through to Calvin and made that connection is because um, um, Spock and Nero came through. That was that was the only way to make that connection. Once that's done, and Leonard, you know, rest in peace, he's no longer with us. Right. There's no way to, say, pull that connection to get William Shatner on that side. So if you're going to bring them in, it will be on the Picard side. But at that point, how far in the future Picard is, it's going to be really more of just callbacks and just type some type of reference back to something, 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 
you know, this was the original Kirk. This is what they dealt with, you know, you know, star date, da, 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 da. and that that will be to me be the only way you can make that type of connection to the original cast in today's cinematic universe. Okay, all right, fair point. And one last question for you both here before we wrap this up: If would you guys be open, or would you want to see a prequel? Now, when I say prequel, I know we go prequels all the time, uh, but I'm saying prequel of you know William you know, James Kirk in Starfleet. And when I'm talking like training to be in Starfleet, I know they touched it in, in the Chris Pine movie, you know, how he kind of went through Starfleet, but it kind of just went, bah, 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 bah. would you want to see more details of him in Starfleet and, and, and see something around that? Or, or, or are we good with how it's been portrayed already? Are we not missing anything at all? We're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah we're done. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't, I can't, I can't really think any more episodes that, you know, what kind of stories are you going to pull that he hasn't already verbally said? Right. That is just like generic enough. You're in, you're in university. You're going to school. You're going to college in that kind of scenario. Yeah, you'll have some stories. I don't know if we could pull more than one season stories out of that, and that's even stretching, even stretching to get that one series stories. I don't, I don't know what we could probably say unless you do a whole bunch of stories where he's like saying, um, then he start pulling a William Shatner and he's doing school till Friday, as a four o'clock class. He's on a shuttle. He's going off world. Well, that might be the only way you start hearing these off-world adventures of Captain Kirk, you know, the, the 48-hour adventures of Captain Kirk. And that's it. And make sure he's rushing back to get in class at 8 o'clock. <laughs> All dust in his head. I'm here, Professor. Let's go. Uh, what are we going to learn today? That would be it. That's the yeah. only way you no, get to no young William Shatner, no little, no little uh, James T. Kirk. Got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like little Sheldon or young Sheldon. <laughs> young James. <laughs> Otherwise, it, it feels like uh, it feels less like a Captain Kirk and more like a Marty McFly, where it's just like <laughs> skipping school. It's just like, oh, Doc, I gotta go to the future, Doc. Gotta stop the Klingons, Doc. It's like it's like we don't need to. It's like we're good. Nice, you know? nice. nice. You know? And like honestly, like at this point, like we've seen, we've, there's so many prequels now, and I'm just like, yo, let's just end the prequel. Let's just go back. Let's just go back to going to the future. You know, like literally right. back to the future. Like just. Go, just have another series. Honestly, Lower Decks to me is is my new favorite Star yes. Trek on now. Yes, because, be, not because not only because it's funny, but also because it's set after the the events of, of Next Gen Voyager DS Nine. They're not confined to like the prequels where it's just like, well, we can't right. say this because you know you can't you can't say this because well, there's been a whole series and episodes that talk about that, so it's like you can't. You right. know, with prequels, you're confined to a bubble, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm excited for Pike because I like Pike, but Strangely right. Worlds, like, you, you're existing in a bubble versus, like, after the events of Next Gen and Voyager oh, DS9, where it's like, nobody, it's never been talked about. So there's a whole world and a whole universe you could explore going forward, you know? I, I love Lord, I love Lord Dex, especially, I'm trying to remember if it's the second episode or the first episode, when you realize that they were not first contact, they were the second contact. Yeah. And when my mind actually caught on to what they were doing, I'm like, kind of like you're saying, you're, they're in a bubble of certain things that you can protocol because you're the first one out there. You're at the higher, you're the higher rank officers. This is what you can or can't do. Yeah. I'm just saying lower decks, but what happens afterwards? After first contact, so what do you do? How do you do the paperwork? Who does paperwork? Who's coming to help out and stuff like that? And it just like, you now open a whole door of different stuff that you were like thinking, I'm not restrained or confined to what the previous stories are. I can now, I can do the same stories, but I can do at the second level of yeah. what happens, what really happens after that. Who's doing the, who's the grunts? Who's yeah. the active yeah. person? Yeah. Who's yeah. getting upset that he has to wear, he's like, I got a son, I'm wearing, I got a red shirt, I'm security. Dang it. <laughs> For stories. Yeah. How, what's his emotional life? What's his emotional life thinking? Um, I'm going, I'm going off world today. Good luck, brother. Um, <laughs> hope I'll catch, I'll catch you at dinner time. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Those that's are real talk. Man, but uh, Lord Dex is uh, Lord Dex is fire. Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, Andrew, if I have to say, thank you very much for joining us here on the mm-hmm. Iconist podcast. Thank you. You know, for having me. Hey, it was a pleasure, man. And if you had to play one person, who would you want to play? Ooh, Ooh. if I had to play, uh, I'd either play. I'd love to play either a Klingon. I know what. Okay, I love to play. Th- okay, three. Either Riker. Uh, Riker is my huge fan. I'm sure we'll talk about it next. And yes. when we go over next gen. Uh, I'd love to play a Klingon 
because I think they're cool. But one thing, if 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 I could do something comedic and fun in Star Trek, I we talk about young Sheldon. I've always wanted to do this idea of a sketch of a young Gowron. I would love to play a young Garon. Wow. <laughs> I think I, I know I'm going to have so much fun with that and still keep him as Garon as Garon could possibly be. Right, right. And I could definitely see you playing it. So Paramount, shoot the boy a message. Talk to his agent. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, where can we find you again? You got your website. Remind people and let us know if you got anything coming up, man. Yeah, uh, my website's andrewsearles.com, S-E-A-R-L-E-S. You can find me on Instagram at andrewsearles, uh, Twitter as well, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, hit me up there. Uh, I have a bunch of shows. I just did the Underground Comedy Railroad back in February, and uh, I'll have some more shows. We're still kind of slowly getting out of this pandemic, so hit me up on social medias, and I'll, I'm always posting where I'll be performing next, whether it's in Los Angeles or online or back in Montreal or across Canada. Awesome. Looking forward to it, man. We'll chat soon. Uh, Once again, thank you everyone for tuning in. And on behalf of the the Podconnest podcast, you know, Andrew Searles, big shout out. Thank you. We're definitely going to have you back on. Um, You know, it's your boy, once again, Barry3D. And as I always say, this world was created by a pencil, a piece of paper, and imagination. Keep on dreaming. We're out. (laughs) (laughs) Flip phone. Flip phone. (laughs) Flip. Yeah, and it was scary as there, there, there's going to be people growing up this stage to be like, phones, phones, phones. <laughs> <laughs>